Hello and welcome back or welcome to the Riley Breakfield Show. I am your host, Riley Breakfield, and like I told you, like I promised, I would give out a mini pod here for today's Saturday slate, Sunday slate. It's currently 6.15 in the morning. I've been awake for almost 24 hours now at this point. Uh, stayed up all night. You know, I watched all the games today. Did a little show prep afterwards. Let it marinate. You know, went through Twitter, went through all the sh- all that shit to just see, you know, see how I felt. Decided to keep everything, kept it the way I liked. You know, first reactions are the best reactions. You know, then I decided to try to make a graphic. I wanted to make a really cool one for this episode just so I could, you know, hopefully catch everybody's eyes when I post this here early this morning. Um, I thought it turned out okay, but it's nothing crazy. Just here grinding, just, you know, whatever. But if you're new, if you never listened to me, um, my name is Ryder Breakfield. Usually this podcast, we talk college sports, sports in general. Um, sometimes I try to catch pedophiles. Um, sometimes I talk politics. You know, I talk about whatever whatever comes to my mind, whatever I feel like. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Ryder Breakfield is the name. Um, I said, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, enjoy today's mini pod or Share it, tweet it, I don't know. Do whatever you can to help spread love for the boy. I appreciate it, but let's go. You know, I promised it. I promised I'd get out some good picks today. You know, I went 21-11 and 11 off my first-round picks. You know, I'm hitting 66%. So, to me, you know, I'm not doing too bad, not doing too great. Could be doing better. Um, we'll see how the rest of the weekend plays out. You know, my bracket was busted when Arizona lost and Illinois lost. I thought for sure those teams had final four runs in them, but they didn't. So, whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll get past it, right? That's what I gotta say. Just gotta remind everybody of the trends here, too, before we dive into it. 100% of national champions since 1993 have made the conference semifinals. That list has dwindled to quite a few teams. We're down to only 18 teams that uh, the bigger power five, the power six schools, I guess, you know, and then throwing in Gonzaga, St. Mary's because they're kind of at a different level this year. So, you know, they're, we're sitting at about 18 teams there in that category. So not too bad, not too great. That's a lot of teams, still a lot of the, lot to dig through there. You know, the the top forty offense and top twenty two defense and Ken Palm, you know, we lost quite a few good teams off that were offensively really good. Same as defensively, you know, the defensive list dwindled down. We have only fourteen teams offensive list. There's twenty two or twenty one teams that are still in those ratings. I didn't I still haven't broken down the math to see exactly how many. You know, we can just look here and I see UCLA. I mean, Alabama, I believe, you know, Texas, you know, just those type of teams that have been playing really good most of the year. They're still obviously alive and fighting for fighting for a national title. Um, what else? What's our next one here? No champ since 1997 has been west of Kansas. Arizona blew that up again. I thought for sure they were probably the best team out west to make a chance, at least have a chance to win a title this year, but did not happen. Um, since 04, you know, the, the, the week 12, you know, top six, or sorry, the week six, top 12 poll, we lost a couple teams off that. We know we're down to, what is it here? I can't fucking tell. Too far away. We're down to about nine teams here. UConn, Alabama, Houston, Tennessee, Texas, Kansas, Arkansas, Baylor, and Duke. Uh, obviously, a couple of those play each other. Talk about those in a bit. You know, that list is dwindling. All these trends are dwindling, so... I love it. You know, in the three-point shooting teams, we lost a lot of teams, actually, that were above that 36% mark, but still a couple ones, the big names, you know, Xavier, Michigan State, Gonzaga, Penn State, who was lights out earlier this week, Baylor, St. Mary's, Indiana, 
Miami, Mizzou, and FAU. So pretty much all those mid-majors, they were about that 36%. They all lost out this uh, already the, already past the first round. Man, I'm going to be a little delirious here. I'm slurring all over my words. I don't want that to be happening. But you know, that list is dwindling. So let's just get into it. We'll start with the South region. Obviously, I start with that first Bama region. That's the region I, by far, I've been nailing the best. The only pick I missed in that one was the Arizona-Princeton game. Seven and one in this region. So I... Honestly, I was doing. I've been doing really well, so I'm, I'm kind of feeling, you know, stick with my momentum. You know, Alabama, Maryland. Um, I obviously earlier, the earlier this week episode, I predicted Alabama to win this matchup if they were to play. I still think that's the case. Um, Maryland, you know, they, they kind of did get lucky against West Virginia. Even all the experts picked West Virginia. I think I was the only one that's an expert. I call myself an expert because I'm better than those fuckers. I got the. I predicted Maryland to win, and they did. So. But Maryland pretty much, you know, they kind of got lucky in that game. Um, West Virginia out-rebounded them. The, pretty much what saved them was Maryland was just shooting better throughout the whole game. I mean, West Virginia missed a lot of shots. That's what really screwed them out of that game. I mean, turnovers. Maryland had one more turnover, you know, so you can't, can't look there. Just Maryland kind of skated by. I do think they have a chance in this game, however, though. They're coming out a little inspired. You know, one win can really do a lot for you. It really change your vibes. And you're like, okay, we got one. Done right away. Okay, get ready for the next game. You know, in Alabama, Brandon Miller sounds like he's good to go. Could be a game time decision, but you know, Alabama is a very deep team. Um, that was very evident on Thursday. I know they were playing Texas A&M Corpus Christi, but at the same time, the fact that your best player can score zero points, he can still win by like twenty three or whatever, and that was unreal. That guy covering the spread with the three there at the end of the game, that was awesome. Love to see it. That's what March is all about: kids making shots when they don't have to. So. I still do think that Alabama rolls on and advances and beats Maryland today. So I, I just I don't think that Maryland has what it takes to really pull off that upset. San Diego State, Furman, obviously I predicted this one to go through as well. Um, I'm still sticking with San Diego State to win this game. I know Furman, you know, I feel like they kind of got lucky in a sense. I mean, Virginia made a very boneheaded play there at the end of the game that really cost it for them. So. You know, but Furman does make their shots, but I think San Diego State is just a lot better. They're just so good defensively. I think that's going to really carry a lot of weight throughout this tournament for them. Um, that was very evident, you know, when they were playing whoever the – I don't even remember who they were playing now. Called Charleston, you know, a better three-point shooting team. They they still came out and won. That was also an unreal way to cover the spread. I actually – and that was one of the bets I placed on Thursday as I placed Stanford, uh, sorry, San Diego State to cover the spread. And they did that with those free throws. I was absolutely ecstatic. I felt bad for anyone that wasn't on that side. But anyone that was on that side, congratulations. That was that was a great way to win the game. But like I said, I just think San Diego State defensively is just going to be able to take care of Furman. Um, the first, this is going to be the first game uh, today on Saturday. So that one should be pretty good. I, I think it'll be a good game, but still rocking San Diego State to win. Baylor Creighton obviously got that one right as well. Um, I'm still I'm still sticking with Baylor here. I think Baylor just you know they have the talent, they have what it takes. I think they can really make a run. You know, good offensively, pretty good defensively. You know, the three point shooting is unreal. But at the same time, I really don't know what their answer is going to be for uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner. He had an unreal game um, to, er, earlier today. You know, he put up like 31 and 7, I believe, with three blocks. Like, he's just a, a force down low. You know, he's a pretty tall guy. Baylor has a, they're, they're, they have a 6'10 power forward or center. I don't really know what they classify him as that I think will be able to slow him down a little bit. But I don't really, if they can't slow down Kalkbender, 
then Baylor's going to lose this game, in my opinion, because Creighton is very good around him as well. Um, but I am sticking with Baylor, and I think Baylor is going to win this game. And then, obviously, Missouri-Princeton. Uh, Missouri, I don't understand how Utah State was favored to win that game. I never really got it. I understand, you know, maybe you look at them as a better team defensively, but then again, they play in the Mountain West Conference. Not as tough a conference as what Missouri's been dealing with all year, and they've been taking care of business for the most part, you know. And Kobe Brown, that guy, he went off on Thursday. So I just, I really, really like Mizzou in this game. Princeton's a cool story, but I really don't feel, I feel like Mizzou's kind of got the hot hand right now. I really don't see it going away. They're just playing really good offensively. You know, they're being able to score the ball. They were getting a couple stops here and there when they needed to. They do, they do struggle. So if the shots aren't falling, Princeton can definitely win this game. But I'm staying on the side of Mizzou. I just don't see how they lose this game, in my opinion. I'm probably jinxing it, but. I probably just jinxed it by saying I jinxed it, but whatever. I'm still sticking. With, I'm still. I'm still sticking with Mizzou to win that game and advance on to the Sweet 16. Out in the East region, where chaos ensued, it seemed like uh, I was four and four in this region. By far my worst region. Uh, we'll start off FAU Fairly Dixon. Fairly Dixon, unreal. Shout out to the Knights, man. Didn't even belong in the tournament because they didn't even win their conference tournament. So it was a stupid NCAA rule, and they go out and they win the first four games. And they go out and they win the game and it's the number one seed. And if you if you don't follow me on Twitter, I set a reminder for myself. You might want to set it for yourself. I didn't do any of these, but I don't bet on Tony Bennett in Virginia. Don't bet on Matt Painter in Purdue. And don't bet on fucking McCaffrey in Iowa. Because every time they get in the tournament, everyone there's always a little hype around them. Like they could be good, they could make a run. They always seem to choke in the first round. So don't bet on those teams. Always pick the upset until proven otherwise. Because at this point, it's just becoming a pattern, in my opinion. So, just my just my thoughts, just my opinions on that. But unreal for the Knights. Um, you know, I'm actually, you know, in the FAU Memphis game was an unreal finish as well. FAU went kind of late there at the buzzer. So they're very good offensively. I really, I really do like them. But I'm just gonna roll with the 16 seed here, man. They have the momentum. They have that dog in them. They have that fight. FAU to me isn't really. They're good offensively, defensively. They're not the best. They can shoot the three really well, but FDU, they're just very scrappy, and I love that about them, and I just don't see them. I, I just see them pulling off another upset, sending themselves to the Sweet 16. That's just how I see it. That's just what I'm going to rock. I'm going to rock with the underdogs. So FDU advances on to the Sweet 16. Duke, Tennessee. Duke, obviously, I was so wrong about Oral Roberts. Um, Tennessee, you know, they barely escaped Louisiana, but defensively, they're, they're always there. They're always stepping it up when it matters most. They got the job done. Um, like I know Duke's super hot, but Tennessee has one of, the, if not the best defenses in the country, and I also fucking hate Duke, so I can't ever just root for them to win. So I'm going to pick Tennessee to uh, beat Duke. It's probably wrong. That's probably the pick that you should fade and probably just go with the Duke spread or Duke money line, but if you're going to ride with me because you hate fucking Duke, Tennessee money line is the pick for that. All right? Thank you. Kansas State, Kentucky, Kansas State absolutely beat the shit out of uh, one of my hometown, home state teams, I guess, Montana State. Um, I just thought Kansas State are picking them win the national championship. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I just love the, the duo of Marcus Knoll and Keontae Johnson. I just think that those two are unstoppable. Tons of role pieces around them. Guys like Tomlin, who stepped up tremendously tonight. I just really like where they're at. Though, Although Kentucky is very good. They have a lot of experience. They have a lot of uh, veteran players kind of leading the team, you know, topping and Shibwe. But at the same time, I just, I'm rocking Kansas State. I just feel like it's their year to really make a deep run. And they might not win, but I feel like they're definitely make a deep run. But this game should be really fun. So Kansas State's the pick there. 
And then we move on to Michigan's or Marquette versus Michigan State. Um, Joey Hauser had an unreal day today. Marquette, they uh, blew out Vermont. I kind of was thinking Vermont might have a chance, but at the same time, I really do like what Marquette does offensively. Um, big thing for Marquette, I do think they win, but they're going to really have to slow down Joey Hauser and uh, Hogard. Hogard's a really it was their point guard. He's very good. You know, need that veteran leadership, but I just really like what um, what's the guy's name Cam Cam Jones was doing. You know, Marquette had five different guys in double digits uh, earlier today, so I just really like what they do offensively. I really don't see them slowing down, so I'm, I'm really big in Marquette to come out on top of that one in advance of the Sweet 16. Midwest region, another region, I went 5-3. and three. You know, I, I, I had Houston and Iowa in this game, but Auburn ended up pulling it off because I was just choke artist. Like I said, I shouldn't, bet, shouldn't have predicted them to win, shouldn't have bet them to win all that jazz. Mm. Need some coffee. Got to wake up a little bit here, but big key in this game, Marcus Sasser. Not sure if he's gonna go. And then what's the other feller's name? I know he's good. I see Sheed. He's also hurt, so I'm not really too positive what their situations are yet. If they're gonna be playing or not. Um, if they're out, definitely bet Auburn to win this game. Auburn's getting really hot right now. Doing good in the tournament. I can definitely see them making a run. You know, they're looking like. The way they played against Iowa, the way they were playing earlier this season, you know, things fell apart when they got the SEC play. But I really just like the direction Auburn's going. If Sasser and Sheet are good to go, the pick is Houston. But I don't feel like they are, so I'm, I'm just going to say Auburn for now. But like I said, if it switches, it's a, it's a game time decision as far as I know. Based off of that information right there, that's where you go. Houston, I feel like they're hungry and they can win. But without those two guys, their depth lacks a little bit. And Sasser is, I mean... He's, a, he's their point guard. He's the best scorer on the team. So without him, they, they would be in trouble, you know, and Sheet as well. He's the third best scorer on their team. So without those two, two of their top three scorers being out, Houston could be in a lot of trouble tomorrow. Indiana, Miami. Um, Miami kind of got lucky and snuck past Drake. I was wrong about Kent State. I just kind of be flashing, picked the upset pick, but Trace Jackson Davis and Indiana, they just came out and played really good ball today. I'm still going to rock Miami. I think Miami is... Uh, prone for a sweet 16 run here, possibly even pushing to the Elite Eight. I know they struggled today. I know Isaiah Wong struggled to get it going, but I just don't feel like they're going to have two games in a row where that, they run into that situation where they can't find a way to score. Um, Indiana is a decent team defensively, I believe. I know I think I wrote that down, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're not a top 22 defense, so I don't really know where they're sitting. I know they're, I know they're decent defensively. But I still do like Miami. I just think that they can score the ball a lot better. And I think that, you know, things will change over the course of the next couple of days. You know, Miami's going to get focused right. I think they're going to be able to pull off the upset in, you know, 5-4 game, I guess. Xavier Pitt. Pitt came out firing on all cylinders. Iowa State, what an absolute joke they were. I knew they were not supposed to be a six seed. I knew they were horrible on the road. They're just not one of those teams. You know, there was some issues with the basket. Some people will say because of you know, Kennesaw State also was struggling to score at one point. Xavier, you know, had that 15-0 run and just kind of took the game away. So there's there were some issues with the basket. I don't really know. Um, Pitt, I do like Pitt. I think that they, they could win this game, but I'm just going to ride Xavier. I just like that Xavier can score a lot better than Pitt can. Um, you know, they're second-best team in three-point percentage this season. So I just feel like they're, they're prone to just hug up the ball. Not hug up the ball, but they can score almost at will. So I'd be very surprised if Xavier lost that game. Texas, Penn State, you know, I talked a lot about 
Colgate and their three-point shooting ability. But what did Texas do? You know, they outscored them. They outplayed them defensively. Their defense is unreal. This is why they're, you know, a favorite to win the national championship this year. They fall into almost every single category necessary to win one. I really do like Texas this year. And I know Andrew Funk and, you know, he had 27 points, 27 or 28 points. What was it? 27 points, you know, eight of those being three-pointers. I know he had a really good day, but I just think Texas is too good defensively. I don't see that happening again for Penn State. I mean, they shut down Colgate, the best three-point shooting team in the country. Penn State also falls above that 36%, but, you know, Texas is one of the best teams in the country offensively as well. So I just would be very surprised if uh, Penn State pulls this one off. I just think Texas is prone to really make a good run here, and they just play defensive. They just play defense better, and they can get in a scoring battle with Penn State. So if it comes down to that and Penn State's not a very good team defensively, I just think that that gives Texas the advantage no matter what. But that's the Midwest. Last region here. What do we got? Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. The West region also went 5-3 and three in this region as well. Um, missed the Illinois pick, so yeah, Kansas and Arkansas instead. You know, I'm, after watching Arkansas play, on Thursday, they're just kind of sloppy. You know, they're going up and down the court. That whole game, I was my eyes were getting lost because I couldn't really tell what was going on. It was just back and forth and sloppy basketball. And, you know, I think Kansas's depth and experience is going to allow them to win this game. You know, they have a lot of guys from last year's championship game. They added, they added more pieces around. You know, Greg Dick's been playing unreal. So I just feel like Kansas is going to come out and win that one pretty easily. Not easily, but I just would be surprised if Kansas lost. UConn, St. Mary's. I was wrong about the Iona pulling off the upset. Um, Saint, I can't even. How do you say his name? Sanagolo. I, I can't. I can't say his name. I don't even know how. Guy, you know, he balled out. Um, I just like St. Mary's in this game, though. St. Mary's can score the ball. They can play defense. They're decent from beyond the arc. And I think that they can slow down Sanagolo. I don't even know how to say his name. I just gotta stop trying, probably. Probably gotta stop trying. But the hiccups, this is awesome. But I really just like St. Mary's. I think they can win this game. I think they're gonna advance on the Sweet 16. I'd be very surprised if they didn't. Gonzaga, TCU, my boy Mike Miles for TCU absolutely tore it up tonight. Led this team back to victory. However, I know I believe I picked TCU to win this game when I first put out my, my bracket on the show. I just they just did not look that good. You know, they kind of struggled against ASU. Gonzaga's not a team you can struggle against. You know, I feel like Mark, Mark Few really likes when they're kind of the underdog and nobody's really talking about them too much necessarily, you know. Um, when they're they're being, a, there's a lot of praise for them. They seem to struggle, but when they're kind of under the radar, they can definitely make a run and surprise you and then be excited for next year. So I really like, I really like Gonzaga in this game. I just think their experience in the tournament with Drew Timmy especially is going to propel them to a victory over TCU. Last game here, UCLA Northwestern. Um, we'll find out how important Jaden Clark is to UCLA. I really, I really believe that Northwestern. You know, they're they're decent on offense. You know, Boo Booey, he can score the ball. He had an unreal game the other night. So I really feel like I really want to lean Northwestern this one. But at the same time, I understand. You know, Homie Hawkins, Tyreek Campbell, they've been around the block. This isn't their first March Madness. Um, ton of talent. You know, just on the team as a whole. But I'm going to lean Northwestern. I think I think Northwestern wins this game, pulls off the upset, and they move on to the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history. So that's that's all I got. That's my picks for the next couple of days. Um, if you listen, I appreciate it. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. 
Um, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever all the socials I'm on. And, you know, so I appreciate the love if you're listening. I hope you win some bets over the next couple days. But for now, your boy Titties is out.